If we're looking extra beautiful today, for those watching on YouTube, it's because we used the Dyson Airwrap. Thanks to Aaron Play actually doing the most to buy it. If you just know you're that girl, yeah. you just have no choice but to be that girl. And I feel like I'm that girl. Yeah, not sponsored. Taking one for the team. Taking one for the friend group. It's not sponsored and I sure wish it was. Did they sponsor anyone? Uh, probably not. They don't have to. They got so much um, hype for free. Yeah. Welcome back to episode six. Six. That's crazy. I know. A month and a half. We say that every time. Every time. They're like, we get it. Like, y'all been out here. A month and a half in. We're going to be like like a year in. 52 weeks in, guys. It's like when moms have babies and they'll be like, she's like 62 weeks old. Yeah. And you're like, babe, you just have to start giving it years at this yeah, point or months. Yeah, ridiculous. Like, I feel like once they turn one, you don't say like 18 months. No, she's a no. year and a half. Is yeah. that a year and a half? Yeah. Okay. Just let the weeks go. Yeah. And we should probably do that too. This week, we're talking about breakups, and you guys um, sent us in all the questions, and there was a lot. Like, mm -hmm. this was the most amount of questions so far. But before we do that, we're going to catch up on our weekly wishes from last week. And we both pretty much had the same one. Yeah. Was to have fun celebrating all the birthdays. And there were so many. There were so many, and we did have fun. And too much fun. Too much fun. But birthdays are going great. Yep. Um, my other week, like I added on to this and I said, I just want to keep thriving and I am. Lovely. So yeah, look at her hair. Yeah, for real. <laughs> the Dyson really added to this, yeah. but clearly based off of how many responses we got, a lot of you guys are not thriving right now. Oh yeah. And that's okay. Queens. That's okay. We've been there. We're here to help. Mommy's here, baby. <laughs> We're here to snuggle you. Stormy. What it's is going to be saying? okay, baby. What you look like mommy, baby. You look like mommy. <laughs> Ew, I feel like a weirdo talking like that. I don't. Why does that feel normal? No, to what me? does she say? Rise and shine. Oh, rise and shine. Did that sound like her? Yeah, we sound just that like that. That means Kylie I sounded too. bad. Well, anyways. Breakups. Yeah, getting into it. I put a sad face on the note because it's sad. It's not really sad. So sometimes, sometimes it's happy. That's true. We're gonna give you our little perspective on this before we get started. We're giving you our credentials. Yeah, <laughs> yeah here's my resume. Yeah, and here's breakups. my breakup history, and this is why I can give advice. So, I haven't gone through anything serious. You know, a little like whatever's. Like I don't even count those. Mm -hmm. So you did have one that I feel like hurt you. Yeah, but it wasn't like a serious relationship. Yeah, it was just like it was sad a for shocking. a sec. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, other than that, like I've really just been here for my friends. So that's gonna be kind of my point of view throughout all of this. I haven't experienced it really myself, but I've been there for my friends and tried to give my best advice. So you're. Getting friend advice for me today. Yeah, she's going to teach y'all how to be a good friend through a breakup. Bentley is the best friend through a breakup. Like, Thanks. gives the best advice. Is so comforting. I have been through three serious breakups. One was in high school. I dated this guy for a year and a half. I broke up with him. It honestly wasn't even serious. Looking back, but it wasn't. Honestly, even in the moment, I didn't oh. even care because I was so over him. I, oh. like, got over him before I broke up with him. But, like, it was a serious, I guess, relationship. So we'll pass over that. Um, then I dated this guy in college for like a little, probably close to two years. We broke up twice. One, we were oh, doing long you're distance. Oh, counting that as two? Yeah, I feel like it's two oh, separate ones. Okay, yeah. Because it was two, very two was different like, events. Yeah, about? it was this third man. <laughs> Same guy, but we broke up twice. So the first time we broke up, we were doing long distance. He ghosted me. It was horrible. Weirdest. 
Yeah, I have a whole story about that, but we'll save that for another day. And I yeah. talk about it on my TikTok sometimes. It's too much. Too much. Anyways, then we got back together in like October. That was like in July. Um, and that breakup was also very crazy because he told me something and it was crazy. I'm not getting into that either. Um, but that one was pretty hard, I think, because I actually was like, okay, this time I'm actually going to sit in my sadness a little bit more than the first time. And um, I was sad, but then I you wasn't that sad anymore. That you shouldn't be oh, it was a hundred percent for the best. Yeah, now <laughs> I'm like so happy. But yeah. anyways, that's my resume. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just want to give you a little rundown on that, and let's get into the questions. So this is for Aaron especially. Best Taylor Swift breakup songs go. Okay, all too well 10 minute version, of course. Oh my god. It's so good, but it'll get you. And then the Folklore and Evermore albums, those are like the albums that like you can't just like listen to it once and understand it, but they're so good. The songs, the meanings are so deep. Those albums have so many good songs like Happiness, um, I can't even like think. Oh, My Tears Ricochet. <gasps> Oh my god! Like it's literally so good. I'm but, just like, not on her level. She's not on my level, but I like. I think anybody could listen to those songs, and once they get them, be obsessed with Taylor Swift. I'm not kidding. They're, All right, they get you in the gut. So next, how do you know when it's time to break up with someone? I feel like a big sign, depending on the situation, could be like when you're not excited to see them anymore. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like if you're not like yay, yeah, like, if that goes away. I feel like that should never go away. I don't think it should ever go away, especially to like an abnormal amount. It's not just like, oh, he's coming over. Like, okay. Like it's when it's like, like you just don't care. Yeah. I also think like you can attest to this. It's like the way you talk about that person to your friends. Mm -hmm. I feel like you've seen shifts in all of us. I know me for sure. Mm -hmm. When I was like trying to defend and trying to like prove that I like liked this person, everything was great to when yeah. I finally was like, or also, like, when your friend starts... I know this isn't really friend-directed, but, like, when your friend stops talking about him. Yeah, like, like all of a sudden. Like, it's like... You always want to share the good things. Mm -hmm. You don't want to share bad things. Mm -hmm. So once there's no more good things to share and there's only bad and your friend starts becoming, like, mute about that person in their life, that's a little bit of a sign. It's concerning. Yeah. But as, like, an individual, I think you know and you're gut like you know that it's time to go that's a taylor swift lyric and um you just have to like make yourself act on it i know every single time that i've broken up with somebody i've never been broken up with i've only broken up with somebody and every single time i've known probably three months before that I wanted to break up with that person and that I was over the relationship and I would drag it out so much until I like had nothing left which is not healthy don't do that what was that feeling you had three months before it's like, just this gut feeling where you're just exhausted like mm. you're just over and like I've only really been in like not the best relationship so I don't know what it would feel like if you just like weren't in love with somebody anymore yeah, and they were like a great say, guy like, I feel like that's a different thing and honestly yeah. that's harder yeah but you just know that it's not the right fit for you anymore you're just yeah not excited you kind of just like everything's just kind of meh like you're kind of starting to think about like what would it look like if I wasn't in this mm -hmm. relationship and like what would that look like to be single right now and mm -hmm. I think when you start having those thoughts you know mm -hmm. or like what could could someone else give me this? Yeah, yeah. Or it's like the hope of somebody else kind of starts to mm. be there. It's like, well, I hope that there's somebody that one day won't do this to me or will do this for me and kind of thing. 
well, you know deep deep down you just have to like believe it and yeah. trust your gut when did you finally feel over your ex mm. um i'm only gonna talk about the second time we broke up because the first time i don't think i ever was i never was okay. i just was at, like thought i was mm -hmm. um this time around i think i finally felt fully over him probably like april of this past year I think it was when I was finally, like, done. Mm -hmm. The thing now... But when did you break up? So how long? Okay, so we broke up in January. Okay, and then four months. Probably, like, April. Ish. I felt fully over him. What was the harder thing to get over to... Over? Honestly, it was probably over him as a person sooner. What was hard to get fully over was, like, all the things he had done to me. And that's still, like, I think about some things sometimes, and I'm like, oh, gosh. But it's not... I'm not sad about it. I'm not you know like missing him or wishing we could be back together or any of that and mm -hmm. but i i don't think i ever really wished that this time around when we broke up i never wish we were back together or missed him like that but i would miss like the idea of him sometimes of a boyfriend of in a general. boyfriend and just like the good times we did have yeah but that was harder the first time around i will say but yeah this time around it was harder to get over all the things he had done to me like there was just so much. Like the bad things. All the bad things. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like all the things he put me through, all the things he said to me and kind of things that I just mm -hmm. kind of get like, they're hard to get mm -hmm. over because they're yeah. really hurtful. And yeah. I'm like, I have to let these go before I ever consider so it being with somebody else. It wasn't getting over him. It was getting over the relationship as a whole. I guess yeah, what was that makes harder. sense. Yeah. I would have never thought to like divide those like mm -hmm. that. Um, next, what are good ways to deal with a breakup? I feel like... From my little experience that I've had, um, I just immediately want to distract myself. Mm -hmm. Like, when that little thing happened to me, like, you guys all came over to my house for, like, two days. And yeah. I just didn't think about it as much as I could. I think, yeah, being really busy relying on your friends. But I also think, like, give, it's a very delicate balance of being busy and distracted, but also giving yourself time to actually feel the feelings because if you just bottle all that up you are never actually going yeah, to get over I it <laughs> but that's just what i do yeah yeah i just am like that yeah I get but that. obviously i it. have to like <laughs> feel it and i think like with the relationship i was in if i hadn't have actually like felt all those things and gotten over them i think i would have had like the worst trust trust issues ever i don't think i ever would have recovered and like been mm. the same again in a relationship and i think especially when it's a serious relationship yeah, that you're getting over i think giving yourself like being busy and then also giving yourself time to actually get over it and mm -hmm. actually feel everything is really important i also think like things like journaling and finding some podcasts that motivate mm -hmm. you that you like to listen to um you can also distract yourself with like good things or things you're passionate about yeah like find your like, hobbies again yeah yeah i think whether it's a good or bad relationship sometimes you let certain hobbies go mm -hmm. not everything hopefully but certain yeah. things will kind of slip just because you have less free time maybe mm -hmm. like start finding those things again and like remember the things that made you happy before that person and like whether it's cooking or working out or whatever it is yeah kind of start getting back into those things yeah when do you slash did you stop getting chances or holding out for hope <laughs> oh um when do you i believe in second chances okay but after that you should stop did i no <laughs> <laughs> i think it depends on what it is okay yeah that's true if he cheats on you once you should probably walk away. But if you don't, twice, 100% you need to go. That's like... That's an extreme that's example. That's the fool me once. Shame on you. Shame on me, fool, 
No, fool, yeah, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Like, don't make yourself look like a fool. Yeah, I feel like cheating is, like, obviously one of if the worst. If it's drastic, it's not worth it. Yeah, I agree. Like, you will meet another guy. You will. And it'll be fine. You like, will. probably, depending on the circumstances, isn't the one you're going to marry anyways. No. And I can attest to giving way too many chances. Like, over and over and over and the same freaking things keep happening and they never get better they get better for like a month and or a couple weeks and you're like everything's great this is what i've always wanted and it goes right back to the way it was mm -hmm. and it's so frustrating love bombing love bombing it's this constant cycle and you're just miserable so i can attest to that it never works it never works if they do it more than twice they are not going to change i guarantee you yeah. um you stop i stopped holding out hope <laughs> really early on even when i was still giving chances which is sad like you you don't want to like set the bar because you just know the bar is so low. Uh, yeah, it's like below the floor. Yeah. You just have to listen to yourself. I think there's this like constant like, it's like a devil and angel on your shoulder. You have your mm -hmm. angel who's like, you know, this isn't right. And your devil's like, but wait, what if it is? And like, what if I lose him and I never find somebody mm -hmm. again? Like that isn't going to happen. Yeah, trust your gut. You have to trust yourself. Yeah. Next up, how to make your friends see the red flags. You got this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one was made for me. I think it has to come out of love. 100%. Like, when you're trying to explain Always. this to somebody, make sure it's very clear that you're doing this because you have their best interest at heart. And you're not being like, you're just so stupid. And, like, you know, you just have to mm -hmm. approach it the right way. Because when somebody's in a relationship with all these red flags, they're already on the defense constantly over this person and over their relationship. Mm -hmm. And so one thing you say that offends them, their ears are immediately plugged. They are not listening yeah. to you. I would also say that even if you're about to like tell your friend what the red flag is, make sure that they're very aware of where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Like, if you didn't care about that friend, you would keep your mouth shut then. Yeah. So by you going out and feeling the urge to say something, let them know that that's a big enough sign like i'm here for you you i can't live myself without telling you this if i see something that's happening to someone i care about it's like an immediate urge like i can't live with myself if i don't say it yeah i also saw some girl on tiktok say even if you don't point out the red flags if you see something happen be like hey i saw that was are you okay because mm. even if you're not like saying exactly what it was mm -hmm. it's kind of like unspoken that person yeah. knows it was wrong they'll be like it's kind of like a reassurance thing for them like they're like oh wait they thought that was wrong too okay uh -huh. but you're not like necessarily being like oh that was so awful when he did that blah 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 but they yeah. they get not it drawing it out yeah just being like nonchalant about it but ultimately yeah no one's gonna act on anything until they're ready mm -hmm. so i think it's worth saying but yeah. they're not going to do anything until they're ready to do it yeah you just you that's have a hard to, pillow to swallow you have to say your point of view mm -hmm. and be the best friend you can and then after that once it's out on the table then you can't do anything anymore which i've really really learned yeah me too and I didn't think that that was ever something that I needed to learn. Yeah. You know, you don't think about things like that until it's, it's relevant. But I don't know. It's just, it's a big step for you as a person telling, being the one telling your friend. Mm -hmm. And then if you are the friend that's being told that also a big step. Maybe like if your friend is like confiding in you about something that the guy did to her or a event that happened, maybe you say like, 
is that a red flag for you? Like, point it out as they're saying it, mm-hmm. not like coming at them. Yeah, or like, how did that make it? you feel? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that situation? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. If they're open in that way to talk about it. Yeah. You kind of have to butter them up a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next up, how to be single. I feel like I have to have a person 24-7. I feel like May, June-ish was when I finally was like, I'm fine being single. Like, Mm -hmm. it had been so long since I had, like, actually been, like, fully single. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. have a roster. Mm -hmm. No one. Because, like, I even when I wasn't with my ex, like, I had somebody Mm -hmm. usually or, you know, was, like, seeing people, whatever. Mm And I just fully didn't. I was fully focused on myself, my career, all the things. And I loved it. Like, mm-hmm. and I think I'm finally at the point where, like, I'm so okay not having somebody. It's so refreshing to, like, only have to worry about myself and not, like, worry yeah. about, like, what that person's doing. And, like, I don't know really how I got to this point. I think it's a confidence thing. You just mm-hmm. really have to invest time into yourself, into your passions, into your career, yeah. into making yourself feel like the best version of yourself. Feel like that love for yourself just, like is enough i've been single for like my whole life and then got a boyfriend so i haven't Mm -hmm. like had boyfriend then single like adjusting back you know Mm -hmm. but being in a relationship now i can look back on my single time and think like there was a time where i someone else's feelings weren't affecting my feelings too Mm -hmm. which I don't like it's not a bad thing like I think it's a good thing that I feel what he feels and he feels what I feel like in a healthy way Mm -hmm. like if he's sad I'm sad and if I'm sad he's sad yeah but as normal like I mean it's normal like that kind of sounds weird but it's just how it works I guess like if you're sad I'm sad you know yeah but um there's a time where it's just you and it's just your emotions and you're not really having to think about someone else so it's really like almost be selfish especially yeah especially if you're coming out of a relationship and you're trying to be single like really think about yourself think about what is this next step in my life gonna look like I don't have to like work around with anyone else do the most like um, if if I were single right now, I wouldn't even have to think about what's happening after college. Where am I going? I want to be near this person. Like, am I moving? Where am I moving to? Like, there's just so many other factors. And if you don't have to think about that, it's nice. Mm-hmm. So, like, really embrace that. Was there ever a time when you were single for, like, all that time that you were like, I want a boyfriend. Why do I not have a boyfriend? uh yeah yeah i was i just always was like why don't why don't boys like me mm-hmm. and i i never really like had a roster or anything like that ever um so i wasn't like craving to have someone with me 24 7 um but i was just you know like i want a boy you know like everyone has that i think you need to learn how to be alone before learn to love to be alone mm-hmm. before you're in a relationship i agree which personally is something i've never really struggled with i like really enjoy my alone time but there's people that don't yeah and always want someone and i think it's really important to figure that out first before finding another relationship enjoy finding yourself in this time of life i'm assuming Mm -hmm. you're in college 
really embrace that. Everyone talks about being single in college and how fun it is. You just get to meet people all the time and, um, you know, make new connections. Like there's just like, yeah, it's limitless. Next up, how to handle being ghosted. This has happened to a lot of my friends. Mm -hmm. And I kind of have kind of once. It sucks. Yeah, it's like, it's just like, what? It's very random, but I think it's like, it depends. Like, if it's like a, like you went on two dates with a guy and he ghosted you, like, yes, that hurts and yes, it sucks, but like, there's better out there, just move on. But then when it's like you've been dating somebody for so long and you guys broke up and then you're having a little bit of contact and then all of a sudden they ghost you, Mm -hmm. that sucks. Mm -hmm. When I got ghosted... I like stopped You're like being ghosted. The weirdest ghosted situation ever. Ever. Though. And like not normal he ghosted. He unghosted me and he like had no explanation. He was like, I was stressed with work, whatever, and I was like, Why didn't you just tell That's me that? Like and the worst there was never ever. ever. And there was just never a resolution. No and then way obviously that was the I kind I broke up with him. No, there's yeah. no way. <laughs> I broke up with him right after, so yeah. I kinda like didn't have to deal with it. But I would say this is like one of those times when like distract yourself. Like yeah. you just need to get busy. Like don't try to email him don't go through his venmo don't stalk him like just Mm. cut it off yeah you i my big thing just in life don't want someone that doesn't want you Mm -hmm. and even like in friendships or like not being invited to something like that's always what i think like why would i want something that doesn't want me back i always want something mutual so when that happens it's just kind of like a okay bye like put on that mood like okay whatever and then obviously it's not you that person probably wasn't looking for a relationship Mm -hmm. just wanted to i don't know have some fun yeah have some fun i just i feel like almost every situation it shouldn't be taken to heart when you get ghosted yeah because it's obviously the immaturity of the guy yeah it really shows more on their character Mm -hmm. and like it is easier said than done to, like, not want something that doesn't want you. Like, I know, I always get girls on TikTok, like, I just love when, I, like, it makes somebody so much more attractive when they don't want me. We all love oh, the chase, you know? I don't like that at all. I don't all. like it. But I, yeah, I get what you're saying there. But I have been in situations like- where, like, somebody liked me first and then I finally started liking them and then all of a sudden they're not into me anymore. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, and so, like, I get it. But I would say this might be a little toxic, but if this happens to you, my oh something that will really help in my opinion from my experience go on a date with somebody else like and oh, i don't necessarily yeah, yeah. mean like have a full-blown rebound moment but go on a date with somebody else and give yourself that reassurance that mm-hmm. like there are other guys or girls or whoever out here that like me and yeah. i'm gonna be fine you know yeah. and if the date doesn't go good or it goes great or whatever who cares like that's not the point the point is just to have like a little like yeah, ego a little stroke. boost yeah. yeah and just have a little that's a great ego. idea like, that's I'm, not I'm toxic fine. i don't know if it's toxic it I'm might not be say like, something really bad no no, no 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 but i mean it just is a kind of a nice confidence boost like totally yeah that's a great idea especially if you have boys on your line yeah yeah or if you don't it's not that hard to find somebody download hinge when to know when to break up with someone versus just having the conversation about about that how to know when to actually do it or like bring it up as a possibility yeah um i think if you're bringing it up you should just break up with them yeah but if it's like i'm gonna bring this up like some people feel like they need to break up with someone over something small sometimes true 
like just talk through it like i think yeah. that's one of me and jd's like strengths we're so good about communicating really? about that's stuff awesome. like that so if you just are calm like don't raise your voice don't yell just like talk to someone like talk to a person you're talking to a person just have a combo yeah so sometimes sometimes people jump to conclusions about breaking up yeah but if you feel like this could be your person and it's not and you don't want to break up yeah that's a whole different ball game i agree am i getting too off track no i i agree you you. i I really think if something happened that you want to talk about and you're kind of like okay this could lead to a breakup Mm -hmm. i think it's yeah fair to have a conversation see how they react i think that's a big thing like are they upset Mm -hmm. are they fighting for you or are they just kind of like nonchalant they don't really care either way whether y'all stay together or not yeah Uh, that's very telling i think you can really go off what someone else says but again it's just one of those things to tune into your gut like you know what you need to do and how if something is affecting you um whether you feel like it's minor or not if it's hurting you enough Mm -hmm. yeah if you're going into the conversation whatever it's about wanting to walk out single then yep do it right then and there Mm -hmm. there's no point in stringing things along like that i Mm -hmm. think that's i I mean i've never been in that situation but i just think that's so like dumb to do to yourself Uh uh-huh it is like just do it (laughs) just do it yeah i've seen it happen to my friends and they just string string it along like Mm -hmm. you could be out right now single and it would be so fun yeah like beat beat it before it gets bad yeah all right um next is no contact better than staying in touch i think hands down yeah yeah a thousand percent and i'm all for a block some people say blocking is petty i think blocking is so good for my mental health personally (laughs) because you you know know. i'm a professional stalker (laughs) yeah yeah. and i will stalk Mm. unless i have you blocked i will block 100 percent. okay I'm on the opposite side of that. Okay. But I don't disagree with you. Like, if yeah. you need to block, then you do you. Yeah, I think it's a personal thing. But I think that's kind of funny. We should do a poll. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in support of blocking? <laughs> Comment below. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it can be really aggressive sometimes. It can be, but prioritize prioritize yourself. You yeah, know, like, that's if that's going to make that's you feel true. better, go for it. Why not unfollow? Oh, because you'll stalk. Because I can just go search you up. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know? I'm more of an unfollow girl. Also, like, if somebody tags you, your tag still shows up for me. But if I have you blocked, your tag doesn't show up. There's just no more temptation. Okay. Know? Yeah. 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 If you need to hold off the stalking, then block your way through life. Block your way through life. <laughs> I love that. Last one here. This was a little story time that someone sent in. Oh my gosh, I love it. And it was through DM, so it's a little bit, it got to be a little bit longer. So this is her situation. She said, got cheated on, ended contact, but he continues to try to reach out and I don't, And oh sorry, he continues to try to reach out and I want to speak my piece and let him know how hurt I am, but I don't want to give him the satisfaction of getting something out of me how do i overcome this feeling and get over it okay yeah she's she knows that she shouldn't respond yeah and you shouldn't i know it's so tempting yeah and i can say i played this both ways with my ex-boyfriend there was a point where i was like snapping at him going off on him and Mm -hmm. then a point where i was like ghost mode Mm -hmm. and every single time the ghost mode was much more hurtful for him Mm -hmm. and i could tell because he would keep texting me be like actually i'm so sorry blah 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 blah. versus when i was going off on him he was saying such hurtful things Mm -hmm. to me 
Yeah, and guys can, like, turn that around on you Mm -hmm. and make you sound crazy and then start talking about you and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And also, what's the saying? Silence speak louder than words. Yep. So. Silence is deadly. Yeah, it is. And you can play this good and bad. Like, Mm -hmm. I've learned just being a little bit more distant can really make a guy, like, go crazy for you and in a Mm -hmm. situation like this he will be racking his brain like wait wait why is she over me why doesn't she care anymore wait oh my gosh like I lost her for real Mm -hmm. like he will literally freak out versus if you're blowing him up he's gonna be like okay she still cares she's still hurt like I still have a raptor in my finger don't give him that satisfaction to get this urge out I would get like write down everything you want to say like a journal just to get it out or if you need like the typing just type it down Mm -hmm. in your notes send it to like your best friend and just be like sorry ignore this I just have to get it out there yeah I know it doesn't get the same job but it's close something else I do and it's kind of sad because I got my new phone so all my drafts are gone but I used to do TikToks and I would never post them I would just draft them and just vent about whatever was going on that's a great you could also do like a voice memo or like a what's like the little photo booth you know or or just like a snapchat Mm -hmm. memory Mm -hmm. Or just your camera roll and just yeah, talk. Yeah. And then I would always feel better afterwards. Yeah. Or just to a friend, even. Yeah. Always just listening. To a friend. But sometimes there's things you want to say and you just can't get yourself to say it to somebody else. So it's kind of nice to That's just like true. talk to myself on a phone. I know the anxiety behind sending a text that's like mm-hmm. scary or like. Like, even, like, in a disagreement with a friend or whatever, like, it's always, like, anxiety-ridden to send that away. If you don't do this, if you don't text him, you will have no anxiety. Yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. You won't have to think about anything. You can move on with your life and have fun and not be like, okay, when is he going to respond? Has he been on social media? Is he going to look at my text? Is he going to open it and not respond? Like, all that won't even exist if you don't text him like the ball is fully in your court and also think like what are you gonna get out of it yeah like what are you getting in return because if you got cheated on you obviously weren't uh, this sounds i'm not trying to be rude but like you weren't getting things in return to begin with yeah he wasn't giving you what you needed yeah so he's not gonna do it now no unless he's like trying to beg for you back so this Don't is a situation when I think the block is... I recommend the block. Yeah, Don't honestly. Don't let him be able to keep contacting you because that's just going to mess with your head. And what is the point of letting being able to see what he's texting you? Mm-hmm. It's just going to hurt you. And the block, honestly, here would just, like, mute him. If he's continuously trying to reach out to you, just, like, mute. You're done. Goodbye. And live your life. Hang in there, girls. It's really brutal. Always feel free to DM us with issues. Yes. Or sign in or write in on our website. Website. We love to hear. What's I going love. On your see, wife. I love like answering that. I do too. Or trying to help you with my best of my ability. Like I love like the specific story time questions. Yeah, me too. So send them in. Can I just let let me conclude this with this? Okay. Let's go off. Every single time I've broken up with somebody and it just feels awful or I've anticipated the breakup and I'm like I just feel like I couldn't be without this person the minute I break up with them I feel the biggest sense of relief and I always end up being like ew why did I let that person treat me like that they were Mm. literally not that great at all you start the rose colored glasses come off and you're like what was I doing like and I always just end up being so happy and just so thankful that I made the decision I did well, then there you go. And there you go. Lift that weight off your shoulders. Yes. And go have some fun. And now let's have fun. Here. <laughs> so it's game time. Yay. And this week, if you're a fellow Love Island-er, 
you'll know this game, Mary Pie Snog. And we wish we could play it in real life. Like, I wish I could be pieing people. But I know. Virtual pies. So if you don't know what pie means, just a pie in the face. And snog, I'm pretty sure it's just like a makeout, right? I made a little slideshow. And we're going to look at this together. I categorized these people into sections so that it kind of makes sense of who you're comparing, you know? So first up, we have Noah Centennio, Jacob Elordi, and KJ Appa. I feel like I can do this. Okay, you go. I want to marry Noah. Mm -hmm. I'm pieing Jacob Elordi because I've already talked about how I feel about him. Bentley thinks he's scary. I'm scared of him. And then Snog KJ Appa. Um, I also want to marry Noah. Really? I did not think you were going to say that. <laughs> I know. I was really torn between these two. I for sure am snogging Jacob okay. and Alpine KJ. Whatever. Up next, skinny white boys, Travis Barker, Pete Davidson, and MGK. This is just the furthest thing for my type, dude. I know, same, but I thought it'd be funny because it it's so fun. hard. This is hard for us. <laughs> no, look, I like, if a boy like this was standing in front of me. Would not look twice. No. Okay. So I would marry Travis because I know how well he treats Courtney. Okay. And I would snog Pete because I think that's the only one I could actually uh, bear okay. that with. I didn't think about it like that. And I think I would pie MGK. Okay, I'm definitely pieing MGK. I do not like him. Mm-mm. Um... He's scary. Like, speaking he's fine. Of, speaking I, of I scary. I like some of his music and stuff, but, like, looks-wise, no. I originally thought I was going to be marrying Pete because, like, everyone loves him. I do love him. I love him. I think his comedy's a little dark, though, so I don't know if I could deal with that all the time if I was married. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll say the same as you. Okay. Marry Travis. I mean, he gives Courtney flowers all the time. Like he's, he like he's a sweet guy. He's sweet kids. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Snog Pete. He looks cute in that picture. He does look really cute in that picture. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, wow. <laughs> Maybe I do like a skinny white boy. Next, we have Bachelor Babes. First up, we have Wells, the cutest little... I just think he's the cutest Yeah, he's pure. pure. Yes, pure man ever. It's Tyler C., obviously. And Matt James. This one's hard. I love them all. Oh my god, this one's so hard. I like, I'm obsessed with Tyler Cameron. Okay. I would marry Tyler because I just want to be with him forever. Okay. <laughs> like, I can't let him go. I would snog They're Matt. All such good guys. And I would pie Wells. I love Wells, but I have to. You're changing my perspective on Although everything. snogging Matt, his eyes are always open. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know. But if I marry him, I'm going to have to snog him too. Yeah. So I'm pieing Matt because of the eye thing. Okay. Pieing Matt. I'm marrying Wells and snogging Tyler C. Okay, fair. Okay. Oh. This is tough, too. Singers, Shawn Mendes, Harry Styles, and Justin Bieber, obviously. I know what I want to do. Okay, go. I would pie Shawn Mendes, and I would snog Harry. Actually, no, I think... Mm, ooh, I don't know if I would snog Harry or marry Justin or vice versa. I think snog Harry and marry Justin marrying justin okay obviously he's ooh, perfect he's perfection yes snogging um sean mendez okay and pieing harry okay fair 
But I love them all. Yeah, I know. They're key. I honestly like, love Harry's music more than Sean. I do too. But in this situation, it's a little different. Next up, the Chris's. Oh, wow. It's Chris Pine, Chris Evans, and Chris Hemsworth. And this is, I think, the hardest one. Yeah. The silence. I wasn't so expecting. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> it's loud. I wasn't expecting to have such a hard time with this when I did it. I was just like, oh, I'll do the Chris's. And now yeah. I'm like looking at them. Well, I'm obsessed with Chris Pine. I think he's so attractive. Yeah, they all are. They all are. But I'll marry Chris Pine. Really? Okay. I think he's so hot. I don't know what it is. I'll yeah, snog Hemsworth. Too. Dang it. I guess I'm going to pie Evans. I guess. Really? I'm going to marry. Hemsworth, Snog, Evans. Okay, that's good. You can't go wrong with any of those. No, you can't. None, none is wrong. Next, we have cringe TikTokers, because I just thought it'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah, this is funny. <laughs> so we have Noah Beck, Josh Richards, and what's his Harry name? Jowsey. Harry Jowsey. He's not a TikToker, but he is kind of now. In that world. And he's definitely cringe. I love Harry Jowsey, <laughs> He's though. cringe, He's though. so funny, but yeah, he's a little bit cringe. I'm going to marry Harry. Because I just think he's hilarious. Okay. I would snog Noah, and I would kill Josh. Pie. Or Pi. Sorry, I'm not killing anybody. Evil. <laughs> I, I would Pi. Okay, wow, we're, like, different on all of these. Really? I think I'm going to marry Josh, because I watch BFFs, and I just think he's such, like, a little sweetheart. He is sweet. I he's, do watch BFFs, He's little, too. though. But, um, maybe, yeah, okay, marry Josh, snog Harry, Pi Noah. Dilfs. Oh my god. This is so good. Brad Pitt, which is literally my fourth grade like love of my life. Ryan Reynolds and Matthew McConaughey. I'm obsessed with Matthew McConaughey. Okay. So I have to marry him. Okay. Wow, you're gonna have to pie Ryan Reynolds or Brad Pitt. That's tough. I'm gonna pie Pitt and I'm gonna snog Ryan Reynolds. Oh, wow. But that was well, hard. That's probably the hardest one yet. I'm going to marry Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Love his personality. Yeah, he's, he's the, the best king. personality ever. And Blake um, Lively, Slay. Yeah, I could be, I could be Blake Lively. <laughs> and we could have been Hailey Bieber. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at that. Um, and then I'm going to snog Brad Pitt because I've loved him since I was in fourth grade. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to pie Matthew McConaughey. Okay, well, that was it for our snog Mary pie game that was so fun that was very difficult so now it's time for the tbd yay um so first up try focusing on yourself before focusing on someone else yes that goes without being explained i feel like that will make you feel like that girl yeah our buy for the week is the burn after writing journal I introduced this journal to Bentley, mm -hmm. and I love it. It was one of the journals I bought also when I broke up with my ex. Mm -hmm. It's a very fun, lighthearted journal, and I think it's a really good way to, like, get to know yourself and reflect yeah. on who you are. Mm -hmm. It will walk you back through questions about your childhood, memories, memories so nice. who you are now, and future stuff, past, mm -hmm. present, future, and it's just so fun to do, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a little time capsule yep. of who you are right now. Um, I love it. It was very helpful through my breakup. It was a good distraction, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, work on yourself and get to know yourself. Um, and last <clears throat> up for our deny, staying with someone you know that is not it. Mm -hmm. Duh. Don't gut, drag it on. Gut feeling. Yep. Listen to your gut. 
Deny not listening to your gut as well. Yeah, true. Just in life, in yeah. general. It, yeah, about everything. Listen to your gut. You know. It's and a feeling. your bones when it's time to go. That's what Taylor so said. Okay. Yes. Do you care to sing? You, and you know, <laughs> and your, it might be soul. No, I think it's bones. And your soul, it's soul. When it's time to go, and it says, sometimes giving up is a strong thing. Sometimes to run is a brave thing. And weekly wishes. Yay. You go first. I want to keep up with my new Insta feed ideas for Willer. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love that. Go check it out. I made a fun little video. There'll be a few up by Monday. Um, but they're really fun and different for me, at least. So yeah. go check them out. Give them a like. A new phase of Willer Instagram, and I love mm-hmm. it. I want some more job offers this week. Okay. I have two under my belt right now. I'm not committed to any, mm-hmm. and I want some more because they're all kind of like end of September. We kind of want to an answer, and I'm like, okay, but I'm not ready to answer. Yeah. So I'm kind of ready to get the ball rolling on some other ones. And wow. I know it's really scary. It's gonna be the weirdest thing whenever you tell me that you got a f- official job. Oh yeah, me too. I'm and we little... know where you're going. Ugh, it gives me the ick. Anyways, that is my goal. Yeah, you're I want to start getting some answers. Yeah, I'm grossing myself out too. <laughs> it's disgusting. Growing disgusting. up. <laughs> That's a wrap. You girls are so awesome. And you can get through this breakup if you're going through one. And if anything we said today, like, impacted you to make a money move this week, let us know. Yeah. And tell us how you feel about it. Did it help you? How are you feeling? Is there anything else we could give you advice on to make you feel better? We would love to know because we would love to make you feel like those girls. Mm -hmm. Because you are that girl. I think when I broke up with my ex the second time is when I really tapped into like being that girl for real. Mm. Like that was what kickstarted it. A breakup glow up is chef's kiss. Yeah. Hang in there, it. queens. You got it. Be that girl. It's in there somewhere if you don't feel like it. What did Meg say? She said, if you wake up not feeling that girl, you need to go back to bed. Go back to bed and then try again. Try again. And wake up feeling like that girl. Smooches. Toodles. Toodaloo. See you next time. Also, RIP Queen Elizabeth.